Hey, it's Marthea Pitts, the MSW coach, and thank you for coming back for another episode of Macro Social Work Your Way. Be sure to connect with me on social media. I'm on Instagram at the underscore MSW coach, Facebook at the MSW coach, and on LinkedIn as Marthea Pitts, the MSW coach. This is going to be a great episode. Hey, hey, it's Marthea, the MSW coach, and I am back for another episode of my podcast, Macro Social Work Your Way. Um, Just a little bit about me. If this is your first time ever listening to my podcast, I am a, my name is Marthea Pitts. (laughs) I am a three-time award-winning workforce development career counselor, Um, and macro social worker, and I am on a mission to help as many social workers as possible leave case management to land macro roles where they can do large-scale change-making work um, on issues uh, that they are most passionate about. So that is anything under the sun as far as issues that we see as far as the systems level issues. Let me be clear that we see in our case management jobs day in and day out. Right. So um, as of today, I've helped well over 100 social workers make the pivot to macro roles. And I want to work with more right now. I am in the uh, the beginning days of cohort 12 enrollment. So I offer a 10 month group career coaching program called the Micro to Macro Career Accelerator, where I teach MSW, Master of Social Work degree social workers um, who have at least two years, at least two years of case management experience, how to identify, apply and interview for their dream macro social work role in three months or less. Um, And right now we are in the kickoff stages of cohort 12 enrollment. Today is Monday, August 21st, 2023, and enrollment opened yesterday, Sunday. Um, We started off enrollment with the early bird special, a huge discount for people who enrolled early. And many of you took advantage of that opportunity because as I have shared before, I've never offered a um, an opportunity like that before. So it was good to see that uh, quite a few of you took advantage of that. And I'm excited about you coming inside of the accelerator. Um, if you missed the opportunity for the early bird special, don't worry. Uh, there is still time to enroll in cohort 12. However, the early bird special is no longer available, but I still have some major things that are game changers for the accelerator that I'm offering this go round for cohort 12. The first is the fact that I'm offering um, lower payment plan options, right? So right now the payment plan um, option that I'm offering is $300 a month. Uh, And in addition to that, you also have the opportunity to either pay in full and and either option that you choose, right, is I want to be clear, so I want to explain this a certain way. Uh, 
I'm not affiliated with PayPal. However, I have my services attached to PayPal. So that way, when you all go through the checkout process on my website, if PayPal extends you an offer for PayPal credit or PayPal for pay, you can utilize that, right? I've had past participants share during their um, interviews when I've interviewed them on um on Instagram that they use the PayPal option. I had no clue they used it <laughs> because it's, not, it's nothing sent to my end saying, oh, this person used PayPal credit or PayPal for a pay installment plan. I don't know. Um, so I'm saying that to say like, that is also an option for you. Anyone who, you know, loves a good afterpay plan. Also, I'm working on some other things behind the scenes, but PayPal right now is a great opportunity for you to um, make payments manageable on your end. So I encourage you to visit, click the link down in the episode show notes at macroandpay.com and click the link and read through, uh, I, I have two links down there, one for the pay in full option and one for the uh, payment plan option. I encourage you to click the link and review both of those and, um, and really evaluate your options that are presented. And don't forget that PayPal also is a possible option if they extend you an offer during the checkout process. I don't know what the qualifications are, anything like that. I'm not involved in that process, but that's also another alternative to pay for coming inside of the accelerator. But I really want you all to explore all, all, all avenues, all avenues. In the words of my career coaching client, Monet, and I can say this because she said it publicly on Instagram, she was the one that shared that she used PayPal and she encouraged those who were... Um, who were in the live feed that night, like, what would you tell your clients or participants rather if they came and said, hey, I want to um, take a, a trade at the local technical college and they're like, I don't have any money to pay for it. She was like, what would you tell them? Um, and basically you would tell them as a social worker to exhaust our avenues that are available to them, especially if this is something that they really want to do and they deem it to be um, pivotal to them being able to progress in the direction that they want to go into. And I thought that was really good, um, a really good piece of information to share with those in the feed that night. Actually, I may even um, send that live out in an email. I will it's a great idea because I'll send that live out in the email um, because I really want you all to watch the replay back because Monet is very transparent about her experience inside of the accelerator. And Monet um, went on to land a tremendous macro role uh, where she is doing great things in her new macro social work career. And she was just like many of you that are listening to this podcast where she was working in a very um, uh, direct practice role. Um, and she even explains how she initially took her position in um, her direct practice role, case management role, thinking it was a macro job because she was not clear on what macro roles look like in the workforce. And so she took the job only to realize that it was 
case management. Um, but now she is doing true macro work. Monet is doing work uh, with uh, with a, a major philanthropic organization in the state of California. And she's doing great things. She's She is using the strategies and techniques that I teach inside of the accelerator. And she is truly blazing a trail as a macro social worker in a space where there are no other social workers. So job well done, Monet. If you listen to this episode, um, Monet, uh is doing great things so let's get into this episode tonight um i am exhausted so i just you know i told y'all these episodes are in real time right so <laughs> it's 9 44 p.m at night i'm exhausted um because I don't know if any of you that listen to the episode are following my like move my my fitness journey uh, that I share in my Instagram stories. If not, you should be because it is it's an adventure. It's an adventure. So um, I normally well not normally it all became a new last week, right? Um, I normally go to a mid-morning class. Oh, I have shared this on my podcast episode before because I know I talk about it in great length in my stories, but (laughs) I normally go to a mid-morning workout class, but due to like scheduling changes and class offerings, I, um, as of last week, started going to an earlier morning class way early, way, way early, right? Um, And so... This morning, because Sundays are my busiest days, because that is my coaching day for the micro to macro career accelerator. And so, um, and a a lot of other personal things that I have going on on Sunday. So Sunday is always my busiest day. So I'm always usually tired the next day. Um, So I didn't make it to the early, early morning class today. And I went to um, an evening class because I didn't want to just skip out on it. Because again, it is my goal to move my body four days a week. Whenever the doors are open for my trainer, I want to be there. And so that's four days a week. And um, so I went to the class (laughs) in the evening. And I shared this in my stories earlier, actually. And um, I'm exhausted. I said, I realized, well, I know this. I knew this long time ago um afternoon workouts are not my thing I always feel like I'm swimming through mud um it's just something about like going through the full day and like eating like meals throughout the day I don't know what it is and then the heat because it's hot here where I live and then doing all of that to then go and work out is always a very working out is hard (laughs) <laughs> but it's always extremely hard. It always feels like I'm crawling through mud. So after I worked out, I came home, cleaned up, and I took a nap. So I, I don't know if you all can tell, like, my energy is a lot lower today because I am wore out. But in my Instagram story, I was sharing a reflection about, like, how it's always hard for me to do the afternoon workouts. And it made me think about... um a series that I'm currently doing with micro to macro career accelerators, um, accelerator participants inside that my current cohorts around um, job searching and having a schedule 
and strategies to your job search and not just willy nilly out just hitting applied all you know to different things right we we have proven strategies and techniques <laughs> that I teach my career coaching clients and so part of that a large part of that series is around planning your week out right and so a piece of that conversation which is very critical to um utilizing the techniques and strategies that I teach inside of the accelerator is really being honest with yourself about when you do your best work, right? So I call it your zone of genius hour. I, I don't I haven't come up with a name with it for it, but my coaching clients know what it means when I say that. And so what that means is that everyone has an hour of or period of time in their day when they are most productive, right? When your brain power is on a thousand when your energy is high, right? It's when, like, it seems like all the stars are lined up. Everyone has that point in the day. And I know about this because, and I, I haven't even show, shared this with my career and co coaching clients, because I told them, I said, for me, I know my time of the day is 11 a.m. And I also went on to say, like, um, that's why for years, I always... Um, when I am called for interviews or email for job interviews and I'm given times to choose to come in and be interviewed and there, there's always multiple different options for you to choose from as far as dates and times I always pick something in the 11 o'clock hour block right and that's because years ago in my um state government days remember I told you I became a master at like filling out applications and interviewing all of the things in an effort to um, earn more money as a person with just a high school diploma. So it was in that role that I well, was in during that time period. I remember one time conducting a Google search um, because I was really all about mastering like the things that I need to get a job because when it comes to my livelihood, I don't play, right? So I did Google searches around when is the best time to interview? And I remember reading several different articles about the fact that the best time to interview for people is typically any time before lunch, right? The sweet spot is the 11 a.m. block of time. Um, that way, p interview panel members are not uh, exhausted because it's 8 a.m., 9 a.m. in the morning. They're not focused, tuned in to you. They're thinking about, I am tired and I don't want to be here, right? And then anything after the 12 o'clock hour, um, it was saying like the articles that I was reading back then, and this was over 15 years ago, was about the fact that people are usually, you know, energy is not as high because of um after lunch after you eat lunch you, you know you want to go rest you want to go relax right so again people the engagement energy levels of people probably won't be that high and so it was bad then that I began to um make that my standard so anytime I got an interview request um I would always say I want my interview to be in the 11 a.m. hour. I recently in the last three years since working remote really began paying attention to when my productivity levels were highest, right? Because what I realized was that um, 
as opposed to like back in the day around that probably that same time my energy levels would be the same all throughout the day because I just I I told y'all I've always every position I had I've always been a top performer just always like that's just stating facts I've always been a top performer every job that I had. I just couldn't advance my career back then because I only had a high school diploma. So I am not the type of person that, does, that, you know, that is just there. Like I do my job and I do it with excellence because I take pride in what I do. So anyway, um, over the years, especially since COVID and since I have been working remotely, I noticed that my productivity, like energy was not consistent throughout the day. And I largely believe that was because, you know, COVID, you're in the house, your vitamin D levels are lower. I wasn't getting sun, all of the things. But anyway, I started really like taking a a, a, a clear, a closer like look at when my energy was highest. Um, what were the things I was doing before, like before it got low, um, so I could better plan out my day and my activities, right? So what I ended up determining is that for me, my productivity levels are the highest, like I get the most work done in the 11 a.m. hour, which also coincides with the whole interview thing, right? Um because I, I'm also the sharpest in an interview in 11 a.m. hour, but my productivity is highest in the 11 a.m. hour. Um, it is even more higher when I have not done like anything strenuous um, right before I'm sitting down to work. So what that looks like is mornings where I maybe went and cooked a breakfast for myself, and then ate my breakfast and then came and sat down at 11 a.m. My my productivity wasn't as high as it could have been. Whereas if it maybe was a morning where I drank my water and had a protein shake and then sat down and did my work at 11 a.m., I was off the charts, right? So it's different things that affects my productivity. So I share all that to say, right? Let's connect it all together. It is imperative when you are talking about really taking charge of your career, knowing when you are the most productive, because whatever that period of time is in a day, that is the time of the day that you need to be using to do your job searching, to work on your resumes, to do your interviewing, to do anything regarding your career development. And I say that because many of you back burner your career development, right? You you have you have but it. Uh, I'm not gonna say a curse word. You have but it. And then you get upset when the outcomes are not what you expected, knowing that you only gave 25% of it because you just didn't have the energy or time to dedicate to it. So what I encourage my career clients to do, my coaching clients to do is to use your most productive hour to your career development. That hour should not be spent like being super saver employee for your current job, especially if you are actively trying to find something else. That hour should be spent with you strategizing about your next move, 
This is how you stay proactive, right? And I'm going to come back a, another day in the week and talk about this recent post that I made. But that is how you stay proactive, right? You start investing time in yourself, in your own goals first. Then you give what is left to everyone else, right? Now, I'm not saying be neglectful of your job and not do what you're supposed to do. Because for many of you, and this is, I'm talking about my career coaching clients. Now, many of them say like, I am my best at 5 a.m. in the morning. Oh, great for you because I am not, right? But maybe that is you. So 5 a.m. in the morning instead of, I don't know what y'all do at 5 a.m. in the morning. I don't, I don't know. Maybe instead of like logging, I, I do, I have an example. Maybe instead of logging into the Outlook app on your Outlook email app on your phone and looking at your work emails, you can sit down and work on your career development. You can sit down and dust that old dusty resume off and update it. You can sit down and start looking at other jobs, right? Use your highest peak of energy to move yourself forward to where you want to be rather than waiting until you are exhausted and you have nothing left and you are running on fumes to say, now I'm going to sit down and look for a job. Now I'm going to work on my resume because what happens is when you do that, you develop an aversion to the thing. And that should never be the thing when you're talking about your money, Right. You want to be excited about looking for jobs to make more money. You should be excited about looking for jobs to do work that you really want to do. You should be excited, right? You shouldn't go into it with a piss poor attitude about, I don't want to do this, da, 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 because you get what you give. You see, I'm getting excited now. I told y'all, anytime I talk about jobs and careers, that's how I know I'm tapped into what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> um, but I want to say that, like, do some work this week. I have given y'all a lot of homework since we've been in the middle of this 31-day episode challenge thing. But I really want you to do some work around identifying when is your energy the highest and start using that to push forward your achievement of whatever your goals are. Be it personal or professional. I don't care because your personal goals largely contribute to your professional goals. But use that hour for yourself. And also by you doing that, that teaches you to start prioritizing yourself. Because many of you don't know how to do that, right? You do, you take care of everyone else and their things. And, all, and your stuff just raggedy on the back end. Start prioritizing you. Because once you are good, then you can help everyone else get good. Just like flight attendants tell you on a plane before you, they even think about pulling off. Put the mask on you before you put it on the child or the person that can't put their mask on. Save you first, right? So my encouragement to you is to use your highest hour to make you whatever you want to do. I don't want to say better, achieve whatever goal you want for yourself because you have to, you can do it. You can do it. You just have to start putting you first. So I'm going to log off there because I gave myself exactly 60 minutes to get my admin stuff done that I needed to do this evening. And I am at almost at my time. 
click the link down in the episode show notes at macroandpay.com um, and register for cohort 12. Come into cohort 12. If you have questions, email me at mp at Let's talk it through about what it will take to get you inside of the accelerator. I am a, I am a social worker first. <laughs> I am a social worker so I can help you plan and identify some resources to get what you need to come inside of the accelerator so if you need help with that email me let's figure it out together all right macaronpay.com registration for cohort 12 closes this Sunday remember PayPal is a possible option all right happy macro career planning bye